So this morning's slate didn't go as planned. Uh, good morning, everyone. Appreciate you you listening uh, again onto the Gambler's Rift podcast. Yesterday, I, I made some predictions for the slate this morning. Uh, two LPL matches, two LCK matches. And some of the predictions I made rang true, but some of the other ones, not so much. And in terms of a lineup caching, doesn't look likely. The K2 uh, HLE game is still wrapping up right now. But I think regardless of that outcome, I won't be caching uh, in any of my plays uh, this morning, which is definitely a bummer, but is what it is. I, I banked heavily on LNG, and I'll talk about that game a little bit later because it was a su- super frustrating uh, match to watch. But I'll, I'll first just talk about things that I was correct about, things that I was not so correct about, and then what we'll do is we can dive into the slate for... 625 which again we have two lpl two lck matches which is actually going to be uh just looking at the slate prior to this uh super interesting slate and we can talk about some of the plays i think there's a ton of value in uh some of the underdogs on that slate for tomorrow so first let's talk about where i was wrong where i was right and what we can do to avoid that in the future all right i'll 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 make this this part quick because i think a lot of people are listening to this to just get the advice for the the upcoming day but wrong about lng look like crap blew a game one lead had soul had baron somehow found a way to lose uh, curse on the OMG side did have kale, so could have been. Uh, you know they were going to scale, but they with the lead they had, they shouldn't have. They shouldn't have been able to throw that away as easily as they did. They just looked absolutely awful. Um, and because of that, when they lost that lead, Chenlun, who was um, the captain in a, in a number of my lineups, got benched uh, for Flandre, and uh, Flandre came in game two. Actually looked pretty good on Volley Bear, but. The team in general still just didn't have it together. Maple looked, he was on Galio and some of the team fights, he was just looked awful. Missing ults, um, missing some big stuns and just didn't look like he was comfortable on the champion. And uh, Curse on the OMG side was on Fiora and he was carrying. So definitely wrong on that game. I thought LNG was going to pull that one out pretty easily. And um OMG just finally found the the series to put it all together, and they looked like the the better team uh, by far. Uh, also wrong about Yuanja on the support for top. My thing, if you listen yesterday, I talked about he gets he was getting picked a lot when he was playing champions like Nautilus and Leona. Um, this morning he got Yumi both games, which was crazy. Yumi Ezreal um, for Jackie Love and Yuanja both games and. It's hard to get picked when you're on Yumi because you're usually attached to another champion. So he actually had by far the best game as a support um, this morning. And I didn't have too many shares of him, which definitely burned me across a number of my my lineups. 
looking at the the LCK game, some of the things I was right about was I did see Dynamics as the favorite in the APK um, game. You know, I thought it was a little bit of a coin flip, but at the end of the day, I thought um, Dynamics would come out on top, and they did. And I had Kuzin and Rich. Uh, those were the two I had the the largest shares of across my lineups, and um, they definitely performed the best on the dynamic side. Sadly, it just wasn't enough um, with the lineups that I had them in paired with with top because of um, I think a lot of people paired top with OMG, and they put up some uh, more impressive numbers than the dynamic side of things, but was right on that side. Saw Kuzin as the, as the top play and, and rich from dynamics. Uh, and then looking at the KT um, Henwan life side of things, that game just wrapped up and um, aiming did go off. He, they built the team around him, was able to get him going uh, in game one. He was on Ezreal. Or, sorry, game one, he was on Aphelios, went 5 0 2. Game two, Ezreal, 6 1 6. So they were able to get him going. And, um, you know, he was expensive. So I don't know if he was worth, I, I got to look at the numbers, but I still don't think he's probably worth the, the price that um, they basically paying the same price as Jackie Love. Um, but the other player in this series that had a huge game too was Smeb on Mordekaiser, 8 1 7. So that was uh, a lot of people have been waiting for Smeb to to break out a little bit, and he finally did. The Mordekaiser top pick is easily my favorite, um, one of my favorites besides Volibear, I guess. Uh, that I like to see pulled out. I just think he, if he gets a little bit of a lead, he can just carry in some of these team fights, taking someone completely out of the out of the fight, and just so tanky, um, doing the AOE damage and everything like that. He's someone I like seeing brought out when I, when I lock in some of these top laners, I know yesterday I talked about how much I hate Renekton and uh, didn't really see too much great Renekton play. I think three, six, nine was on him game one uh, this morning for top, but he broke out in game two. He was on, let me see. I forget who it was. Game two, he brought out, yeah, Mord. So um, he, I, I just think I think a lot of these good top laners when they when they get on Mordekaiser and they just get a little bit of a, a lead, whether it be an early gank or you know they win a one v one fight in the top lane, uh, he can just carry some of these fights and uh, the damage he's able to to do in team fights and the the uh, CC he provides is just massive. So those are the areas right and wrong. Wasn't my best uh, predictions for the slate this morning. Uh, hopefully, I do better for the slate tomorrow. I, th- I think there's a lot of, uh, of value out there. There's some, there's a, there's one or two heavy favorites, but there's a lot of, uh, you know, coin flippish type matchups uh, going on tomorrow. So, gonna try to make sure I'm on the right side of those matchups, and uh, I'll talk through some of the uh, plays that I like for the the slate tomorrow coming up right now. So I'm going to do this a little bit differently than yesterday. Uh, yesterday, I, I walked through every single game, talked about 
who I liked to win the match, the players that I liked from each side. And I, I think it took a little bit too long. And I know a lot of people are just listening to get a lineup out there. So this this time I'm just going to walk through, you know, one of my cash lineup or one of my cash lineups, and then talk about the strategy for the GPP lineups. If this is the the format you guys like better, just let me know. If you want me to go back to the other one where I evaluate the games in more detail, I'm more than happy to. But I, I think a lot of the, the stuff I talk about that uh, during you know that segment yesterday wasn't too relevant to the the DFS side. So today I'm just going to talk about the lineups that I've put together thus far and uh, the reasoning behind some of the picks. So the cash lineup I I actually feel the strongest about is uh, with Kiera, uh, the support for DRX as my captain. And I know putting you know a, a non-typical captain role in the captain slot yesterday burned me, but... Uh, I feel pretty confident about Kier in there. And, and the reason being, SB just absolutely stinks. DRX has faced the, the top two teams in the LCK thus far and come out on top. And, and Kier has put up pretty good numbers. And on the flip side, when SB, they haven't won a game. And I don't think that's going to change. And the matchups that they've been in, uh, the support players from both sides have done great. Barrel's done great. Or he, he went off with Pantheon and Maokai against them. Uh, when they faced DWG and when they faced AF, Ben looked great on Tarek and uh, another champion. So both put up pretty good numbers. I think I think DRX rolls here, and I think Kira is highly involved. And she's played six. Uh, Kira has played uh, in in six games throughout this this split. And I don't know why I said she, but for some reason I did. But Kira, he's played in uh, six games. So far in the split, in three of those games, he's been on Yumi. So if he's able to get on Yumi and Def's able to get on Ezreal, I expect him to put up big numbers and think he's actually a pretty safe play in the in the, in the captain slot. Top lane, uh, Doran. Again, I just like the DRX side. I think they're going to roll. And in terms of top laners, uh, I think when I paired them, this lineup I ended up pairing with RNG. And just do the dollars and cents. Uh, I like Doran. I think he's been playing great so far, and he's faced tougher competition than what he's going to face on SB. So I think he he's a pretty safe lock in in the top spot. the The next pick that I um, made for the the jungle on this lineup is XLB. He he's looked pretty strong so far and um i know they're going up against v5 and v5 has looked great so far but i don't think they've really played anyone worth while and rng has actually played some of the tougher competition and you know even though somehow they did end up losing to lng they do have some big wins under their belt with wins against jdg and e-star uh rng's definitely proven why they're considered one of the top teams in the LPL. And like I said, V5's wins just haven't been that impressive. They've lost against LGD. And then the wins they do have are against uh, DMO, OMG, Billy Billy, and VG. And I'm just not impressed by any of those. And I know yesterday I said I was going to start 
playing more of them, but I just don't think this is the game to do it. I think RNG should actually be a heavier favorite. And my hope is that XLB gets on the Lee Sin, who is by far his best champion, um, in, in my opinion, or gets on Graves, Nidalee. He's been playing those champions a lot. And I think they end up um, winning the series most likely 2-1, uh, if not 2-0. So I feel pretty confident walking in uh, XLB there. For the mid laner, I put in Chovy. Again, DRX is going to smoke him. Chovy's been playing really well so far throughout the split. think he could easily carry this game. Uh, and I want shares of him across both my cash lineups and my, my GPP lineups. ADC, Betty, highest priced player on the slate. think he could have a, a massive impact here. While V5 bot lane has been playing well, I think RNG's bot lane is still going to be able to, to outclass them a little bit. And I think Betty versus AMD is a mismatch. And then I think on the support side of things, for the for the GPP lineups, um, an example of one, and uh, I'll, I'll talk through it, but I do like the DWG side um, to get in in some of these GPP uh, attorneys, they've just looked so good. They haven't lost a game. They've, in terms of like goal difference, they've been, they have by far the, the largest margin there. While the teams they faced haven't been that good, it's just hard to, to not be impressed with how well they played. And Gen G on the other side, they're three and three in terms of like games. Uh, I think they're one and one um, in terms of actual record. But I just think this should be a 50-50. And with DWG being the slight dog, uh, I, I think you can make some pretty uh, powerful lineups having them locked in. So an example, one of these for, for GPP, I have Betty New. So Betty as my captain, New as my top, XLB as my jungle. I've already talked about this matchup. I really like the, the RNG side. And being able to have Betty as captain, I think, is pretty strong here. Uh, highest highest uh, price player on the slate. I don't think a lot of people are going to have him as captain. And while they will have shares of them, you'll be able to take advantage of the, uh, the additional accelerator in, in the captain spot. Then I have Showmaker as my mid, Ghost, ADC, Barrel, who I talked about this yesterday. I love watching him play. Um, plays carry supports, Pantheons, Maokai's, some really different and unique um, champions he brings out. And I think that could also throw off Gen G a little bit. So I'll stick with Barrel and support and then RNG as, as the team. So I had a remainder of 300 cash on this one, but this is a, just an example, one of the GPP lineups that, I, that I'll be tossing out there. The other one that I have is DRX paired with... Um, IG, FPX versus IG. That's a that, that matchup just is it's it's tough to to read. IG is the the underdog by a, a decent margin actually, but you just never know what you're gonna get with them if they do play um, if they do draft right and get a comp that they have rookie and puff as the actual carries rather than having. Um, the shy is the carry, which they did the other day when they had him uh, him on Quinn. I think that's that's the lineup for success. I don't want to see rookie on a Karma or something like that. I want him on a 
Um, you know, hopefully he can get LeBlanc at least one of the games. Um, I'd actually like to see him on um, Lissandra again, which he was dominant on the other day. So I think they have a chance to win this. I, I think they're and they, and there's a ton of value with, with their prices being the the underdog against FPX. So this is the lineup um, as an example that I have with DRX for GPP. Um, Jovi is captain, Doran, top, Piosic, jungle, rookie mid, Puff, ADC, Kiera, support, and then Invictus as the team. And this one I have no leftover money. So if IG does come on top, I'm very confident DRX will, as I've already talked about in, in great detail. Hopefully uh, I don't jinx myself here, but uh, this would be uh, a pretty strong GPP play. And I think a lot of people won't have too many shares of the IG side just because FPX is um, such a strong team. But I think any it, any given um, matchup, IG has the ability to win. There's no one where they are they're outclassed by. It just comes down to drafting and ensuring that they build uh, a team where rookie and puff can truly carry these games. So hopefully they do that. And um, if they do, I think this is an example of a lineup that could uh, pay dividends in the attorneys. So that's uh, all I'm going to talk about today. I know it was a little bit different style than the, than the previous episode. So if you like this um, format better, let me know if you want me to go back to talking about each individual matchup in great detail. And then at the end, walking through a lineup, can do that as well but um hopefully you enjoy again follow me on twitter capro dfs and um good luck with with the the lineups tomorrow hopefully um we all will have a at least on my perspective hopefully i'll have a better day tomorrow than i did today because uh that was that was an ugly 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 slate for me so uh best of luck everyone